0: Hello. Good day to you, sir. How is everything?
1: Everything's great, Dan. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Why why not great?
0: It's a little, you know, a little technical issue, you know. But this is the life
1: that you've chosen. This is is the life. (laughs) This is is the life. You're living tech life. You should get a (gasps) German black letter tattoo across your abdomen. I'll do it. Tech life. I'll Mm -hmm. do it today. I'll I'll do a mock up for you. Uh, I'm quitting, I'm quitting, I'm quitting. All right.
0: So All right. I, I followed your advice and I started watching. I gave the OA a little bit more of a chance than I had given it. And I am fine that I uh, I am enjoying it.
1: Oh, interesting. So thank yeah. you for the
0: recommendation.
1: We mentioned it on Reconcilable Differences and uh, we binged it straight through. And we mentioned just kind of in passing oh you know we should come back to this and we've gotten so much feedback from people who really want us to talk about it where i feel like i need to watch it again you know what i will give them they know how to do a cliffhanger that you know what i mean that was really built for netflix where i time allowing i would instantly watch the next episode like to my sleep peril (laughs) right you know sometimes i wasn't i you know just uh, without saying too much i i I don't know. I just thought there was a lot, there's a lot to like about it. It was so weird. And the design of, I'll just say the uh, basement was very, I thought, creative. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm not, I'm not to that yet, but.
0: Where are you? Oh, just two episodes in.
1: Oh, oh. Well, I'm glad
0: I didn't spoil it for you.
1: Yeah, don't spoil it. Hmm. Yeah. So has she gotten, she's gotten the uh, band together at this point?
0: Uh, she's just talking about her foreign origins, but she's, is she in the house talking to people? She's in the attic. Okay. All right. But aren't, yeah. aren't we all?
1: Yes. Toys in the attic, toys, toys <laughs> in the attic, toys,
0: <laughs>
1: night voices scream. So it's a big day. It's a big week. It's uh gosh. Happy Valentine's day.
0: You too. Yeah. It's a big one.
1: It is a big one. Yep. this
0: is what we live for as us guys. I got up
1: uh, I got up early so I could watch the girls open their uh <laughs> their, their Valentine's
0: Day grocery packs. <laughs> oh nice. You went all good, out I'm this year.
1: A, I sure did. I sure did. I said said at Walgreens when I was buying their gifts last night. I said uh give me uh you know, charge me, charge me for two bags. Give me two bags. And then right. I repurposed them. Sure. And I took some uh USPS certified packing tape to to, to close the bag. Uh-huh. And then I taped I taped their cards onto the bag. But I, I hit it out of the park with my daughter. She loved it. She loved it. Well, that's good. She got uh, she got a National Geographic magazine. She's very into National Geographic. Uh like she a got vintage sh- one or a new one? They don't sell vintage uh things at uh at the Walgreens. Okay, but I don't uh, to, I, th- I think it's a recent one. It's a pretty recent one. Okay. Yeah, it's about, I don't know, wonders of the world. Um she enjoys the photography and I got her some shopkins because you just can't get enough shopkins what else? Got her some of those uh those acacia like blueberry chocolate things that look healthy but really aren't. You ever look at those things? Never. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, they're pretty popular. You See, they they look kind of like a healthy option. It's like a like a little like a like a acacia blueberry thing and then it's uh, with chocolate and each one of them's like got as much sugar as a coke. It's crazy. But, you know, uh I got her that. What else? I got my wife a magazine and a chocolate bar and I got cards. And then my daughter made me a, a lovely, a lovely, lovely thing that made me so happy. They made, um, so there's a project, this is all super interesting to our audience. There, there's a project uh, my wife is working on for school because she doesn't have enough projects. And uh, they're making this kind of like a woodcut uh, San Francisco skyline made by the kids that they're going right. to sell at an auction. So my, my daughter made me a little woodcut that said, I love dad in a heart. I framed sweet. it. It's beautiful. Very sweet. Yeah. She's a nice kid. She's an I you know, I could do a lot worse. Seriously. I see it every day. Yeah. Oh, I could be so much worse off. Watching her do math is so confusing to me.
0: Oh, you mean the new way they do it now?
1: Yeah. Cause I, I think sometimes she's gaslighting me because she'll go like and she she makes fun of me because she knows that when I was literally her age. I don't know if it was like this for you, but basically we got handed an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper with 100 multiplication problems. And you did it every day until you got it a hundred percent right. And that was arithmetic. And with her, they got all these methods and systems and she's got to figure out like of this f- factorial thing. And she ends up going, she, she counts on her fingers. She goes nine 54. Is it 81? And I'm like, wow, how did you, how did you get that without having it beaten into your head? Yeah. It's insane. It's insane to watch a kid do math. Do you ever look at your kid's homework? It's crazy. You got crazy math too, right? Where they do the, 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 the number stories and you do the lines and you connect things. And do you do that?
0: Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't understand it the way that they do it. I really don't. And I've, I've looked at it and I think it makes sense. I mean, he's clearly, he understands it, but he's not in the position where he can explain it to me. He understands it enough to do it
1: I feel like it's a very strange admixture of some new thinking on math, some old thinking on math, and definitely some counting on fingers and yet the kid's like freaking Kreskin to me <laughs> like she's like oh I, she, she always she tends to finish her homework before I pick her up on Monday. she's done with the week's homework, which wow. I love so I pick her up and she says i'm having problem I'm, I'm having problems with this one question and she's she's very upset about it. she says i don't understand this she says there's a garden and it's uh six feet." by four feet, and it's a rectangle. So what's the, she didn't use this word, what's the perimeter? And I said, right. well, what do you think it is? And she goes, 24. And I said, that's a really good guess. But she goes, oh, no, wait. She stops for a second. She goes, 20. I'm like, ah. Yeah. I, you know, I had to get out solver and a slide rule, like, just, just to figure out my checking account. It's very confusing, Dan. Anyway, so you're doing okay. I gotta ask you, follow uh, up. Uh, what did you do with your towel bar? The internet wants to know.
0: A lot of people wrote in with some really, really good suggestions, and I've been some in-
1: terrible ones.
0: Yes. Um. What? What? Uh. What came out of this? A lot of people suggested putting different forms of grippy things onto the towel rack, and these suggestions varied from, you know, get a hot glue gun a hot
1: towel around your head. Rub, yeah.
0: yourself some soup. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Wasn't there one that involved, like, I thought it was kind of clever, one involved like a rubber band? I thought that was kind of a good yeah, idea. Yeah, there were
0: some really good rubber band ideas and different ways to put them on. The one idea that I think uh, appealed to my wife more than the other ones, and, and one that I thought was really cool, was uh, a number of people suggested putting sort of, I don't know what the official term is, but it's the stuff that you would put on a skateboard... Grip tape. grip grip tape. Grip grip tape. Grip tape. But apparently they make a clear grip tape, which Oh shut up. Yes. So
1: the devil you say. That's exactly what you need.
0: If you Google clear grip tape, you'll see lots of articles mm. about how the clear grip tape will uh get dirty really fast and look crappy. Uh but it's sure. written by people who are skateboarding and they for whatever reason don't want that to happen. That's not the concern, uh that we have, yeah. Just don't
1: uh, don't skateboard on your towel rack. You know that's, what
0: that's all I got to do. But so mm-hmm. I think we're going to try
1: Superman's cape.
0: Don't spit into the wind. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're going to try something like that. I think that, oh, but that was a well, very nice this. idea. Very good idea.
1: I love this idea. Yeah, yeah. I used to not like how slippery. Which one was it? it was a macbook pro i don't I don't think it was the seven it might have been the seventeen inch, which now seems so funny, but uh at one point I was like, oh, this thing's too this thing's too slippery, so I bought some skateboard grip tape and put and put it put it, put it onto on the, the bottom of the yeah, yeah, so I mean, on the one hand, I think I put it on both sides, so on the one hand, yeah. It was now more grippy, but now also like it was like tearing up my pants. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, 40 grain sandpaper. It's very, very, grip tape is very grippy. It says so right in the name. Oh, I'm excited to hear how this works for
0: you. Yeah, yeah. So I, and there's a lot of it on Amazon. So that'll be mm-hmm. my, next, uh, my next little mini project to do.
1: Well, I'm glad that that resolved itself. Well,
0: yeah, and, and so, you're, so you're out of the hue lights. I'm
1: I'm done following up on that. Right, you're done with hue lights for now.
0: I I told you there was so much pushback from it. Pushback mm-hmm. that uh, it's not it's not me Mm-mm. that's doing this. It's uh, this is the this is the way the chips have fallen.
1: The chips fall that way. The weakest link. I yeah. I understand. I I I understand. Um. Uh. What was my other thing I was going to ask you about? Oh, and how's your oh Dan? You have something new called uh, the Hackintosh method. And this is a website you've made. How how is that going?
0: Going pretty good. I've gotten some pretty good feedback. There's a bunch of people have all gone through the process of pretty much going down the list, ordering stuff, and building building their machines. And uh, I'm you know they'll they'll tweet and say oh got got it up and running. And so I think it's think it's going pretty well.
1: Has to your knowledge, has anybody completed one yet uh, based on visiting your
0: website i believe so yes
1: Hmm. it would be nice to uh you could acknowledge them
0: yes they uh, they some people uh would enjoy that i don't want uh to assume you know Mm -mm. so i i'm very careful to uh you know i wouldn't want to call someone out for breaking a eula or whatever so it's you know gotta be gotta be but you know
1: it's like it's like yelp dan you want people to know That, you know, that you've been vetted and that the community agrees that you're doing a good thing. I got my daughter some croutons and we got a couple different kinds of croutons because she's decided that she liked croutons. And a lot of times I wake up in the morning and there's notes on things. So uh, I was delighted the other morning to wake up uh, and there was a post-it note on the croutons that said Yelp crouton review. And then there was 11 stars. Oh, wow. Hit it out of the park with the croutons. My feeling is, my feeling always was with a child. That if they're eating something that's good, especially with like a little kid, what you don't want is a kid that doesn't eat. And then the trick becomes to just have less deadly things. So if your kid is eating less like deadly you know, things. Yeah, it's a continuum. It's a spectrum, if you like, which is that like if your kid only wants to eat stuff that's really, really bad for them, if you just gently try to uh, provide things that are less deadly, they don't have to be healthy, they just have to be less deadly. This is parenting in 2017. No, I
0: get it. No, I totally get it. So
1: you know, I We're eating like you know, two fistfuls of uh, acacia chocolate berries. If uh, you know, she could have a crouton. I'd rather. I'd rather she have some protein, personally. But you know, I think they they go through a latent period with protein. That's what Freud said. <laughs> Understood. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, other paw. I've got. I've got two things today. I got a mini thing, and then kind of a couple other things. Okay. Anything else you got? You Oh, you know what? We should acknowledge, Dan. There's what, some important what? things we've got to acknowledge here. What? we got another follow-up from Alice.
0: <gasps> yes, you're right. We did. I don't have that email in front of you. We sure did. I do. I do. Hi, Merlin.
1: Just wanted to follow up once more regarding your interest. I wish you all the best and hope to hear from you when the timing is right. All the best, Alice. So she did it. She, she hit the quattro. She, we got, we got four from Alice. Wow. One email we didn't ask for and three follow-ups we never wanted. Dun, dun, dun. Good job, Alice. Manage that community. <laughs> He's a th- what is he? He's a thought leader in mobile. <laughs> hmm. So anyways, I mean, how is uh, that
0: not appealing? How, how come <laughs> you, you act like you don't want to get this kind of email?
1: I mean, you know, we do have a podcast. So obviously, we would want to have some forward digital thinkers yeah. trademark on, on our program.
0: So I've had lots of people write uh, write in because they want to do some writing for us. Oh, for
1: the for, for the five by five uh, TV website. Yeah,
0: more and more and more people want to do that. Uh, every week more. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know me. I don't like to abuse a writer. No. No. Uh, we all struggle. It's hard. You, you gotta, you gotta have your side hustle. You know what I'm saying? I do. Mm-hmm. You know, you know boss you know from side hustle. I do.
0: I know all about that.
1: And only 47 Lambo's in my Lambo account. <laughs>
0: knowledge. And,
1: <laughs> every, knowledge. I
0: wake up, I think about that one, at least once a day. Now you just know. saying knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. What's he called? fuel units? Is that what he
1: calls them? That's what he calls money. He calls money fuel units. Because <laughs> you gotta burn them up. He had a mentor and then another mentor and then another mentor. Mm. <laughs> That's mentors all the way down. <laughs> uh it's been a big week. What else is going on? So yeah, I got a I got a mini thing. I got a tip, and uh, and I got uh, you know, uh I got uh, just some dumb shit to talk about.
0: Well, let's do it. I mean, I'm I'm all kind in. Of tech. It's
1: kind of tech. It's tech related, it's related to tech. Is well, that all right? I
0: would like to talk tech with you.
1: All right, well, let me just go – I want to hear about something you like. But first, let me go to our show and double-check that we are following our mission statement. Back to Work is an award-winning talk show. <laughs> have we really won an award?
0: Yes, we were Best of I, uh, best of iTunes Podcasts. Oh, uh, um, sure. And also we got
1: the uh, prestigious Phony Award from Australia. Back, Back to Work is an award-winning talk show with Merlin Mann and Dan Benjamin discussing productivity, communication, work, barriers, constraints, tools, and more. I Mine is going to be – it's going to cover productivity, communication, work – constraints definitely a tool and possibly more so i think this might be a am uh, gonna quadruple down on this i think i think i got some power tips for you
0: all right i'm i'm all in all in on the power tips
1: you're all in oh god you're so nice
0: did you want to tell me about anything you like sure i would like to tell you about squarespace you've heard of them
1: Squarespace. of course i've heard about them love squarespace long
0: time supporting company uh of ours they care a lot about us about you and me and what we do here And for that, I would like to thank them. And I would like to direct all of our listeners to go check Squarespace out. They've got a whole new thing going. You know, just when you think that they're out, Mm -hmm. they drag themselves back in. Mm. And there they are again doing something different. They've got this really cool uh, domain name registration. Now, you've always been able to get a domain with them. If you were, like, signing up for a year, you get a free domain, but they've actually moved that into its own thing. Like they're a registrar now. You can just go there. You don't even want a website. You want a website. doesn't matter. You doesn't can get matter. a domain there. But of course you can also build these beautiful award-winning, uh, you know, templates that they have. You use those, you build off of those, create your site, make it it doesn't matter what kind of site you want to do. You can do it. Go to Squarespace, go to Squarespace and make, make your next website. Mm. Do that. Make your next move with Squarespace. <laughs> do, the, do that. you that. kind a
1: Sean Spicer quality today. Go there. Go?
0: Square, Squarespace.com. Your first purchase, you're going to use a code. The code will get you 10% off. The words to type are, it's your show, but it's one word. Go there and sign up. And think about all the people that you know right now who don't have a website And the reason they don't have a website is because they think, A, it's too expensive. B, it's too hard. C, Mm. it takes too long. All Mm. false. You line them up, Mm -hmm. I'll knock them down.
1: Mm. A, B, C, D. Always. B. B.
0: Closing. Tabs. Domains? Domains. Documents.
1: Documents. Dystopia.
0: So go there, squarespace.com. It's your show gets you ten percent off your first purchase, or your friend's first purchase, or your mom's first purchase. Mm. Thank you very much, Squarespace, for making the show back to work with Merlin Man possible.
1: Buck, buck! Thank you, Squarespace. I got. I'm gonna tell you a story. I haven't told you this story in a while. This is an old story. Okay. I used to be. On, I used to be on a really popular podcast. And I know um, the one. And they, uh, <clears throat> and and the Squarespace, the Squarespace people. Yeah, we're a sponsor on that program. And I says to him, I says, I says on the air and I, you know me, Dan, I don't do this a lot. But I said, you know what? I want to try me a Squarespace. I want to try me a Squarespace. This is, like I don't know, like 17 years ago. Uh, I don't remember. And they give me uh, they give me a Squarespace. And uh, I seriously, that was MacBreak Weekly. I was on there. Uh, this was probably 2000. What could it be? 2008? And I never looked back. Wow. I still use Squarespace sites very, very frequently. Any any um not updatedness about my sites is just because I'm I'm a lazy tool, has nothing to do with Squarespace. But for example, for example, this is not part of the the, the spot, but uh but I have the upcoming uh ungainly x Man meetup number 15 coming. Right? Yeah. So this is this is where you come out to two cats comics, 320 West Portal Avenue. You can learn more about this by going to merlinm.com slash meetup. You go to that page, you're going to be on a Squarespace site. Look at that. That's Squarespace. I, I, I updated this literally this week. I'm using this all the time. Yesterday, I posted an episode of the program I do with John Roderick called Roderick on the Line. That's all done on Squarespace. Okay. The, show, the show notes, the hosting, whole nine is on the Squarespace. So that's all I want to say about that. And, and I, I want to underscore what Dan said. If you've got somebody out there that needs a website, please tell them about squarespace it is a very very good thing i think a lot of the people who might know about squarespace already know about squarespace now there's the rest of the world we want them to not have to run ads anymore we right. want them to be f- at full capacity in their rack space so get out there and tell people about squarespace Love it. listen to you I'm glad you ask because Ungainly X Men Meetup number fifteen is taking place Thursday, February twenty third, from seven thirty to nine. You go to Two Cats Comics. That's three twenty West Portal Avenue in San Francisco, and it's a it's a hangout. You come and you hang, and it's a really it's a very very clean store, much like Paul McCartney's grandfather. It's very clean. You got, <laughs> I don't know what
0: that means.
1: Oh my God! You ever seen a Hard Day's Night?
0: Yeah, but a million years ago.
1: He's a very he's a very clean old man. Um. And so you come out and hang out, and it's really fun. And, and the store's immaculate. The people are really nice. And uh, you don't have to be into comics. You don't even have to really like people.
0: Just you come. don't even have to like stores or going out of your house.
1: You don't have to like things. You just come. There are people who come and don't even talk. I try to engage them. It freaks them out, and they run away. But there are people who sometimes will come, and they, they're a little, a little nervous. But come. Seek me out. I'll, I will be there, and I promise I'm not as bad as I seem. And the other people there are very nice. You go to Two Cats Comics, West Portal Ave. Wow. I, I don't get any compensation for this. Not that it matters. Retreats are, are not endorsements. But uh, but I just, I really like this place. And this is a very fun event that I really look forward to. Easily accessible via public transit. So you go to merlinm.com slash meetup and you can read more about that. That's all I'm going to say about that.
0: Squarespace. Oh, I, I, Squarespace. Thanks, Squarespace. Mock, mock. I have a uh, memory that came up when you were talking about people and, and not talking and that kind of thing. You kind of triggered a memory. Like, um... Mm. Like, MK like, ultra. Oprah,
1: like an oprah memory
0: like an mk ultra thing oh uh, there was a i used to work did you remember a store called uh Bab- babbage's? babbage's babbage's software
1: the difference machine what's this thing called what did babbage make
0: oh he did a uh, calculator so little calculator uh, the
1: difference engine three three dollar ninety nine cent calculators out
0: of a vending machine i think
1: La la la. and and so this was a place that sold software is that right you, you don't remember this I do. Was it was video games or software?
0: Well, I think eventually it became video games, but it it started out. You could go and buy, you know, a copy of Word or whatever. But they had games, and then eventually, the only software anyone cared about was games. Oh, it became GameStop. No, no, it did not become GameStop. It became the only thing they really have is games. Uh Uh, So they eventually just started having like all the Nintendo cartridges and all of the. But there was a lot of computer software. That was what they. That was what they were. And I worked there. And one of our requirements for working there is that we, you know, we were supposed to ha- engage with the customer. So if somebody walked into the store, we were supposed to go up to them and, and say, hi, you know, my name is, and then you would say your name. So you would have said, hi, my name is Merlin. The real Slim Shady. And then they would have, uh, would have responded to you and, oh, hi. And I say, is there anything I can help you with? Have you, have you played this game? What kind of computer mm-hmm. do you have? All that nonsense, and but they were very serious about it. They really wanted to make sure that, like, you, that you did this. And so there was this one uh, young young Asian man who would periodically come in, and it, as you sort of would start to approach him to say hello, he would kind of look at you over his his shoulder and quickly, like a uh, as quickly as possible, sort of step. Sideways away from you, uh, without really making eye contact or acknowledging that you were there in the hopes that you wouldn't like maybe you were talking to somebody else, even if he was the right. only other one in the store. Yeah, that's that's tough. And he would come in, and 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 like there was one time that I was there, and my manager was sitting standing up there by the register, and the guy comes in. And I'd already a couple times been through this with this guy, knowing that he's just going to. Try to run away if I try to say something to him, and I don't right, want to make him. Right. I don't want to make him feel more. He's already uncomfortable.
1: Right, right, right. I
0: don't want to make him feel more uncomfortable. But my boss is like, but you got to do your job. He's like, yeah, go, go ahead, greet him. I'm like, he doesn't want that. He's like, what? I'm like, all right, because I was like, five, I was like 15, you know. So I go yeah, over so you're, to you're him.
1: probably not exactly busting at the seams to go out and meet new people.
0: No, and I want to bug this guy. Now I would have just said, look, he. He doesn't want to be bothered, and I would have stood up for it. But I'm 15. Like my boss is saying, go talk to him. I'm like, he and he's, doesn't. He's worry. kind
1: of a regular, right?
0: He was, yeah, he was in all the time.
1: Yeah, so I mean, like every, we've talked about. Actually, you did share this anecdote uh, once before. Did and I? I, I, I well, it's okay. Man, I I'm getting old. That it has to do with, uh, yeah, customer service, but also shoplifting. Because it has been shown, turns out, that if somebody goes up and talks to somebody in a store, they're less likely to steal stuff. Is it true? They feel, yeah, they feel a little bit monitored, being watched. It's like why being watched. Ugh, that's right. You it's the you worst. uh you yeah. And that's why you see like uh when you walk into a grocery store, you see the first thing you see if you look up is the TV monitor. Right. It shows you walking into the store. I think that's, you know, to get inside your head a little bit. uh Oh, the poor guy cuz you know some people do have some people are just shy. And he was shy. And some people really do have social anxiety. Yeah. The kind of people who go and buy Nintendo games are probably not going to be the sort of folks who want to sit down and have a powwow. <laughs> I
0: know. And what's the, the store was so small, you could see every single part of the store from any other part of the store. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, it, it's not like he was going to get lost in there or something. I need to show him the way out. It was all white. You know how they had all, it was all white. The store was all white before Apple was doing this. Mm. all white with just boxes Babbage. up on the walls. And the boxes were all empty. Charlie Babbage. Stay back to wall work with Charlie Babbage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to know when to say no to these kinds of things. But, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's what they want you to do. What are you going to do? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. you keep your job. That's what you're going to do. What do you hear? tells me nothing.
0: I'm quoting a lot of movies and TV shows today.
1: I feel like you're doing good. Po- I can can't
0: get a good vibe from you. Did you have like a new, a new use resolution? You're-
1: oh yeah, absolutely. I'm doing some new powders. Um, getting <laughs> some cinnamon gum. Nice. Um, I feel fine. I didn't get as much sleep as I would like last night. Now, what did I stay up watching last night? Been watching a lot of YouTube.
0: Mm. How late? Saw- when you say up late, I mean, get, put this in perspective. When are you falling All asleep? Right. When are you waking up?
1: I will tell you exactly. Beep boop, beep boop. Click on log sleep. Okay, so last night, oh man, last night's sleep was so weird. Uh, I went to bed at 12.09 a.m. Pacific time. I had 95% sleep efficiency. So I was dead freaking asleep until... From nine? I didn't, no, 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 no,
0: no, 12.09. Oh, 12.09. I heard, I'm sorry, I heard you wrong. No, it's okay. Uh,
1: and then I woke up, to do what men do at uh looks like around 3:15 I was awake for maybe 10 minutes and then slept dead solid until the ladies woke up and we started Valentine's Day uh, rituals not bad pretty good no I generally um and actually I can I can tell if I go to what's that site I use exist this is a good use of exist.io for which I am now a paying customer and it'll go in and tell you things like your trends and your averages I click on data and then I click on averages and let's see what it says for sleep. Time of sleep. I'm, I average seven hours and 48 minutes. And then it breaks it down by day.
0: That's um, good sleep you're getting.
1: I try really hard. I, you know, and then I, I honestly, I do try to take a nap. But my, my my daughter is wonderful and she's going through a stage where she kind of likes us. So she wants to show me things a lot so I don't get to sleep as much in the afternoon. But I figured, you know what? Bank the memories. You know what I'm saying?
0: Bank good them. for you, man. I wish I could sleep get them sleep like that. I have this weird thing. Listen, if we have any sleep experts in the audience, mm-hmm. I got a thing going on now and this is, uh-huh. ha- this happens to me once in a while. I don't understand it. I'll wake up. I'll, I'll wake up before I'm supposed to wake up. And it's not like I like sit bolt upright in bed or anything crazy like, like that. Like I'm not, you know, stabbing or anything at people, uh-huh. but I'll just, my eyes will just sort of open. I'll be awake. The, relatively the same wake awakeness that we are right now but who's really awake oh no but we'll, that sucks but we'll just i'll be awake calm restful but just awake and it's usually 5 a.m 4 4 57 a.m i'll wake up
1: right and then that that becomes a pattern right and it becomes like the wagon wheel rut yeah where you're like oh god here this goes again right isn't that the tape that starts playing it's like yeah. well Guess it's time for me to not fall asleep again. This is a thing.
0: And I would say sixty percent of the time I'll fall back to sleep until my alarm goes off at six thirty. But the other forty percent of the time I'm just well great, now I'm up. It's five, and I'm up ninety minutes earlier than I would like to be.
1: Oh man. I, I would like, defer what's the ex- fix for that. Sleep experts out there um you know, I mean, I don't know, uh, that's not really your style, but a little bit of sleep tracking might be useful because one of the things you notice when you start doing sleep tracking is one of the first things that you realize, in my experience, that's surprising is how often you wake up and don't know you woke up, where if you're stirring a lot, um, you may not even be like fully aware of it. There's a kind of like sub Rosa, like not really asleep, not really awake, but you're kind right. of tossing a little bit and don't realize it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've got, so the tracking bit might help. Other things you can do, trying to adjust the time that you go to bed and the time that you wake up can help. I know that sounds silly. But for for example, sometimes going to bed too early ends up not working. Like with my wife, she likes to really try and make herself stay up till 10 because if she goes to bed when she's really tired, like I get a first tiredness at like eight where if I were to go lay down, I would fall asleep. But meh, that's a bad idea because, yeah. you know, you're you're something's going to bolt you awake, you know, at three or four in the morning. Adjusting that. Other things you can do, I honestly think, and I, I don't, I'm I not trying to counsel you here. You're the expert on this kind of stuff. But I think there are certain kinds of self-talk and relaxation things that you can do that have helped me anyway. It's not 100%, but like, you notice how I leapt on what you said there about this being a pattern. I think it's a pattern that kills you. Yeah. With insomnia in particular, I mean, insomnia, this real insomnia, it's, it's so different than I ever realized. I don't have it bad, but I've had friends that had it bad. And it often involves, Well, let's just ring Merlin's bell again, these bad, like negative feelings. Like yeah. the world has harmed you. You have harmed the world. And people who actually really think about their insomnia sometimes find that there's this weird anxious pattern to it beyond just, I can't sleep. And I think sometimes that once that becomes something that feels like a pattern, it becomes like 10 times worse. You know, there's that again, there's that here we go again kind of feeling. And I I don't know, I think sometimes it could be helpful to catch yourself a little bit. And I, I, this is really, really dorky, but like I do some kind of little mental exercises that sometimes help me. And I would just say, maybe you could find exercises that help you too. Right. Like, couldn't hurt. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, one, one that I do when I want to take a nap, this sounds really dumb, but when I want to take a nap, I always lay down in the same part of the bed in exactly the same way. And I say kind of not out loud or anything and barely even in my head, I find myself thinking when I lay down like this, I fall asleep for a nap. Mm. And it sounds really dumb, but like I usually I'm, I'm laying there. I got my ankles crossed. I got my hands on my abdomen. Um, I'll have a hat on and pull it over my eyes so it's dark or whatever. Anyway, this is different for everybody. But discover, start noticing. You know, in the same way with mindfulness, they say to you, don't just become a mindful person when your life is full of anxiety. Become a mindful person when it's not. Start noticing what the different feelings feel like. And I think with sleep, this is not a total panacea. But starting to notice those patterns and be aware of them and something along the lines of, oh, this is me being anxious or whatever. But like, if you see the patterns starting to form, I think you can do a little bit of very relaxed sleep judo. So that could be something like when I'm laying in this position, I am going to sleep. One that used to work for me when I was having trouble falling asleep, is uh, especially when I was younger, was I would think about the feeling. Remember eighth grade. Remember being 14. Remember being, I don't know if you were like this, but I had a very difficult time ever getting to sleep before midnight because that's that's how teenagers are. Yeah. Teenagers need nine hours of sleep. When will the school system realize this and acknowledge this? But, you know, it's, it's, it's bananas for to have a body that is almost incapable of sleep until after midnight and then be expected to get up at 5.30 or 6. So in my 20s, if I ever had trouble sleeping, I would really put myself back. I would think about what music would be on the radio. I would think about a Monday morning in 1981 and how it felt when I was so 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 tired. Think about the times you've fallen asleep in class, and it's almost a little bit like self hypnosis, where you like put yourself back in that position. Number one, that gets you out of thinking about whatever you're thinking about right now. Put yourself someplace else, and let your as uh, as what's her name, uh, Jen Kirkman says, you know, use your creativity to to deal with this. That can help a lot. I like that. And and then sometimes it's just physical things. Like there's one really dumb one. You've certainly gone through this with, you know, sitting meditation where Mm -hmm. you first sit down and like it may take a few minutes to realize that your neck is bunched up or you're carrying some stress in your lower back. Or in my case, I would clench up like my thighs would like like clench up. And it would take me, I'd have to re-realize that every time. And I think the same is true with sleep where you go like, is there anything right now that is a little bit clenched up? Because I think that has an effect. Even if you do fall asleep, you can fall asleep like that, but it won't be good sleep. So I think telling yourself like, okay, I'm noticing this. And then there's this dumb thing I say to myself. I've never put this in words, but I imagine myself, you know like when you see a picture of a really fat cat that looks like it's melting onto the carpeting? (laughs) Yeah. It's like the cat is melting. Right. Uh, Imagine that. Imagine that you're saying, this bed is here for me to sleep on. I am here to sleep on this bed. This bed will accommodate me. I'm going to melt into this bed. I'm going to mentally notice anything that's keeping me from melting into this bed. And you may be surprised to discover that there's some little bit of like, you may need to adjust your pillow. You might need to just move the covers around, but I don't know. The second thing in all of these is I think it can be useful as an exercise, but the first part is also, you. it helps to get your mind off the, oh boy, here we go again part. That's the part that kills me. Oh yeah. Do you have anything like this that works?
0: Uh, you know, as, you, as you're as you describing it, I'm trying to think through, I mean, there, the breathing techniques, I think for a lot of people really help, especially if there is something that has to do with... Um, With if you're feeling something like anxiety or something like that, racing thoughts, that kind of thing. yeah. Yeah. And and there's, I remember I had learned about this from, I'm positive that we have talked about this at least once, uh, but it was kind of what led, was like the gateway for me when I started my meditation practice was uh, I had learned about doing some breathing techniques that were designed to relax or calm you calm your mind in some way. And because the, the whole method of breathing, the breathing mechanism is so closely tied to our thinking. But we don't usually think about that. We don't we're not aware of it. If you pay attention to how you're breathing and, and the breath, it you can see that well, when you're upset, you're breathing more shallow and probably faster. When you're calm, you're taking deep, quiet breaths. And it reminded me of when I was a little kid and I was learning to play um, the trumpet and then later the saxophone, the, you know, they would talk about breathing with your stomach instead of with your chest. And, and right. they say most of us normally are breathing, if you think about take a deep breath, you're puffing up your chest but you can actually draw a lot more air in by bringing your diaphragm down with your i guess with your stomach muscles or with your the diaphragm muscle itself by kind of pulling almost with your stomach and if you mm-hmm. see people who are musicians playing you know uh playing brass or or, or, or reed wind instruments they're they're breathing more with their stomach if you Uh, if you've seen people in martial arts and certainly meditation there, that's a sort of a technique that you learn. So that was all very interesting to me. But by the time I was an adult with, you know, generalized anxiety disorder, I'd forgotten all of that. And, uh, and, (laughs) and and so, you know, was breathing uh, what I guess you could say wrong. And so I was introduced to this technique by, I had bought and bought a, um, uh, a CD, a Dr. Weil CD all about sort of, I like that guy. Yeah. He's, he's got some, uh, some great, great tips. And this whole CD was just about like breathing and relaxation, and uh, there is this one technique in particular. Oh, you told me about this. Is this the counting? This is the counting one. So I'll I'll yeah. I'll, I'll mention it again because it's so easy to do it. And yeah, it can yeah, be... yeah. I
1: think you turned me on to this, and I tried it. It's it's it does work, and if you do it a lot, it like it becomes both a way to relax, a way to breathe, and also a very like just enough of an interesting distraction.
0: Right. That's part of it. Yeah, <laughs> I think it bit, is.
1: It's almost like doing a little bit of very simple arithmetic until
0: you fall that's asleep. That's right. That's exactly right. So the way that you do this, it's very easy to do. You um okay, and I don't I don't know why it is this way, but it's important that you do all of these things or else it four, won't. So is
1: it is it four seven eight?
0: Yes, it's four seven okay. eight, but while you're doing it, you want to take the you take the your tongue and press it on the top roof of your mouth, right like behind your front teeth. So mm-hmm. you want to be pressing, not hard, but press your tongue there. That is because this is some kind of like yogic technique of breathing. This is where this comes from. So they, they know stuff. They know about chi and energy. So just do that part and do that the whole time. And, uh, and then you, you breathe in slowly for a count of four. So like one, two, three, four. And then you hold your breath for a count of seven. And then you exhale for a count of eight. So make sure that when you're bring, breathing in for that four count, that it's long enough for you to have a full exhale for for an eight count. But you want and the like, counts to think stay the a same. Specif-
1: there's not a specific like meter for how quickly you have to count. That's right. But it's
0: important that you whatever you count
1: the same beats for each one, and it's very important. Kind of. I don't say it's harder than it sounds. But like the eight is the eight is a little more difficult than it sounds like you really have to exhale.
0: (laughs) Yes. If you
1: really count like a fair eight.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard. no cheating. And uh, and so you the thing is, you have to do this either four times or eight times, never more than eight. But, so there's uh, counting
1: and then there's counting.
0: Right, so there's counting. So the first, so you may need to use your fingers. It's perfectly all right, but you wanna you wanna do it each each set of four, seven, eight. You wanna do that either four times or eight times, and then you can pause and take a little break. You could do it again after that, but you don't just want to continuously do it. I don't know why. Maybe you become a super being or something if you do. I don't know. But it, this is how it's effective. And you can do this when you're sitting in traffic and you're pissed off that the person in front of you keeps breaking or mm-hmm. you know, when you're can't sleep or when you're just anytime you notice that you're feeling anything but like relaxed. And uh it it's incredibly it's amazing to me. Now if you if you believe what Dr. Weil says in, in on on this thing, he says that he's taught people with like anxiety taking like benzos like how to relax using this instead of relying on on on, uh, on medication for it. So mm-hmm. you know, it's if if that's accurate, I I would believe it because I notice it has a profound effect uh, when I do it. So give that a try. That's something that seems to to help a lot.
1: That's a good one. I have noticed something about myself and. Based on conversations with my a guy, another guy I do a show with, Max uh, Temkin, mm-hmm. he seems to have this but worse, which is sometimes things that are supposed to be relaxing make me very tense. Uh, it's a very strange thing. Like, like for what? example, getting a massage. Mm-hmm. I do not like getting a massage. I've had maybe
0: two. Are you going to that place was, down, the, down the street? Oh, at the spa? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Mickey going downhill. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Should have seen Mickey. Um, But that's one example where, and I'm just, I am bad at receiving pleasure from other people. Like I am bad at being served. Like I am, I apologize to waiters. Like I'm just, I don't like, I don't like it. And uh, funny, the, the reason I mention it here is I wonder if I'm alone in that. Um, but the other I'm one. I'm sure is, you're not. I imagine I'm not. But the the other one is that sometimes, if I've been really like anxious and stressed out for a while, and I'm like, okay, it's time to go do the breathing, and I'm doing the breathing. and I'm doing the breathing. What's funny is sometimes, I'm not going to blame the breathing. I'll blame my state of mind. It makes me more tense to be doing that. Maybe not so different from a kind of mindfulness, where like once you're aware of what you're feeling, you're like, well, ah, I didn't realize I was feeling that. So this is another, though, the reason I mention it secondarily is this is another good example of, hey, you know, save for a rainy day. Like if there's, if there's something that's a good technique for you, like don't associate it. You don't want to get to where you associate it only with the times when things are really bad. You know, it's like the kind of people who, are, who only become how shall I say, only become religious like when they're having a crisis. They only talk to God when they're ready to make a deal. And it's like that's, you know, probably not the most holistic way to approach that relationship with the uh, super entity, if that's what one does. And the same is true here, which is like I mean, this just goes back to what I said earlier, which is like, you know, it, it pays to notice it pays to notice what's happening and it pays to treat Things like these breathing exercises, mindfulness, meditation, whatever you do as a, as a prophylactic that you don't just use at the time when things are terrible. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's in the same way that you don't want to just wait to start exercising for when you're like about to have a heart attack. Better to do it early. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not putting this well. But one trouble is like, I think uh, if it's not apparent, I'm very interested and scared of the patterns that emerge. I think patterns are what get us like when something random happens in the world, we go like, oh, that's random. But then, you know, when you start to feel like something is a pattern, that's when it really kind of eats into you. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, you're the one who gets to decide that that's a pattern. You're the one who notices that pattern and then re-notices it and then names it and turns it into a thing where like now you're basically bracing, you know, for that pattern to come back. So I just, I don't know. I just think, you know, if you are having a good day, be aware that you're having a good day. If you have had a good night's sleep, be aware that you had a good night's sleep. You don't have to think it to death. But, you know, just be aware that, like, you will eventually, hopefully, get relief from whatever's bugging you right now. Because, you know, you just it's so easy to just beat yourself up and just make it so much worse, and now you're back to the second arrow. That's right. Mm. Uh. Tech Talk. Nailed it. Did you want to tell me about one other thing that you like?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can do that. I can yeah. I, that.
1: Actually, I have a suggestion
0: here. I would like to hear what you're God, is it who I think it is? Yeah, I think so. Is it Mac Weldon? It is.
1: Ah, give it up. Mac Weldon.
0: Mac Weldon. Listen. Listen. I don't know Let's how to say this Let's talk about something important. Let's talk about something important. My watch costs more than your car. I watched it again. <clears throat> it's a good it's it's so politically incorrect that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. scene. Ugh. Yes. 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 Mac Weldon. They these guys are great and I think I think more people need to hear about what they're doing. The URL to go to, as I would like for you to all go to MacWeldon dot com right now and start looking at what these guys do. They are having fun with clothing. That's what they do. With 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 clothing, you wouldn't even think how can you have fun with clothing? It's just stuff huh. you put on, it's just stuff you yeah. wear. Yeah. It's more than that. And they're making Underwear. They're making socks. They're making shirts. Undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants. And so like I wanted to try this, right? Because like I'm a, I'm a typical guy in the sense of like I don't like to go to the store to shop for really for anything, but the least of all clothes. And so as soon as I heard about these guys and they were gonna be a sponsor, I went all in. I said, Alright, I'm gonna try this stuff out, I'm gonna get this stuff. I got a I got a hoodie, I got some underwear, I got the socks, I got a t shirt immediately as soon as i got the hoodie immediately my wife's like oh what's this so this is the hoodie i just got from a new sponsor she's like well i'm i'm keeping that ha
1: that's so i
0: i can't talk about the hoodie i've never worn it she has it now she's always wearing it now
1: oh shame on her
0: shame on her but it's i think that's a testament to the, the these guys do a good job they're making a good uh, good product
1: is this the french terry
0: it's the french terry the french terry super soft Mm. They oh, have si- what they do is they take a uh, they take silver actual silver fibers. I don't know how this works. They have a spider weaving out silver. I don't know what it does, mm. Mm. but the spider puts the silver into the clothing so that it's antimicrobial. That's what silver when it's woven in it prevents like microbes from growing and making what is that? That means your clothes won't be disgusting. They won't stink. I don't Mm -hmm. think that that means you can wear them twice or whatever, but like you're not going to have an odor problem. And for a lot of people, listen, I'm not pointing fingers. Mm -mm. You know who you are. At the end of the day, you think you should burn your clothes. It's so bad. You won't have to burn these. That's all I'm saying. So that's, they're going to run with that. That's a good way to put it. They're going to have to run with that. But at Mack Mm -hmm. Weldon, you don't have to burn our clothes after you wear them once.
1: (laughs) Can I say something controversial? Yes. Okay, I have a very bold, brave statement to make here. Now, I first hear, start hearing about these Mack Weldon people because everybody talks about their underpants. Everybody's always going on about the underpants. Yeah. I got their underpants. I like their underpants. I also like saying underpants. Yes. But what I want to tell you about and what I want to recommend – now, this is going to be my pick of the week, as we like to say. I have bought two of this one kind of shirt that they make, and I really, really like it. I am, um, I'm no Marco Arment, but I do tend to wear pretty much the same thing every day. And my most basic piece, apart from some kind of embarrassing t-shirt at the bottom, is that I wear a long sleeve, black, you know, what you might call a long sleeve t-shirt. Yes. For a long time, I did the American Apparel. Uh, I've done, I've done a whole bunch of different ones. Whenever we have a sponsor that is a clothes type operation, that's one thing I always go to because I could never have enough of these. I'm going to suggest that you go to com and you consider picking up the Pima long sleeve. Oh, wait, there's two of these. Uh-oh. No, wait. Hang on. Hang on.
0: Hang on. Cut this out. All right. Well, I did I mean, this- do I like
1: it. Did I get the, I got the Merino, right? Did I get the Merino or the Pima? I we might have, have one, one of each.
0: There. I don't know.
1: Oh, you weren't there. I want you to go to Mack Weldon I want you to check out these long sleeve t-shirts because these things are totally badass. They're really well made. They're just a little bit fitted. It's not like a total European type cut. You're not going to feel like constrained, but they're super, they're super comfortable and breathable. And as I'm just going to say cost wise, as like a, a premium shirt goes, this is not terribly expensive for what you get. And I think it's very much worth what they're charging. They could charge more for this. I really like this. So I'm going to say go to Mac and check out these long sleeve shirts. I also got their, uh, the Sunday pant, the The Sunday Sunday pant. pant. Go look at the Sunday pant. It's like the fanciest. They're not
0: sweatpants. Oh no. Yeah. Those are nice.
1: Look at that. You look like you're going to a wedding. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah. And they got pockets and they got a zipper and you're going to feel like a gentleman. The exact quote from my wife. You could go to Walgreens in those.
0: Oh, Wow.
1: Thank you, Mac Weldon. Classing so I'm just it say up. You go to Mac Weldon. Don't don't get constrained by underpants. If you don't think you need underpants today, Hakuna Matata. But go check out some of these uh, regular wear, like wear in public clothes, and uh, and go check them out because I think they're really nice. That's all, that's nice. all I want to say
0: about that. All right. Thank you, Mac Weldon. MacWeldon Code to use to get twenty percent off.
1: Oh my god. Twenty of percent. Twenty percent. Dan.
0: So what that she means, 20%? I think, I think is What's that the code. Means, What's the code? Dan? More. Back to work. One word. One word. Yeah, mm. yeah.
1: French Terry, we called him.
0: Was the name of the guy? Yeah, French Terry.
1: Huh. Thanks, Mac Weldon, for supporting Five by Five and back to work. Yeah. They make nice stuff. Yeah, shopping for clothes. No, it's, not, it's my, not my favorite. It's not thing. my jam, man. Yeah. Um. Okay. Can I? Can I talk about something? Yeah. This is a tip that I discovered. Uh, uh, that I think is so freaking cool. Let me go find it. Uh, the uh, the ubiquitous high-volume author and person, David Pogue, uh, had this thing I ran across. I don't know where I ran across this, but it's actually on his Tumblr site. Uh, it's called uh, the Secret Trackpad on the iPhone 6S and 7. So if you have a, a 6 or 7 generation uh, 6s, I guess. I don't even know. Anyway, if you got one of the ones that has the touch business on it, the the force touch, whatever the hell it's called, like it's so bewildering. You forget to use this stuff. You know, again, it's like Siri all over again, where like you for, you tried it and you went meh. Like there's so much you can do with the touchy stuff. Like so many icons uh, on your home screen now do stuff where it didn't used to. You know, I would just say if you have a 6s or 7 generation phone. Go reacquaint yourself with some of these things. But this, now, I I know you know this, but you're probably not using this, and I really want you to know this. He told me something I knew and something I didn't know. Here's something I knew that I hope everybody out there knows, which is when you are on your Generation 6S or 7 phone and you're typing in a field and a little keyboard is up, forgive me if you know this, if you do a long press, hard press down on the keyboard, it turns into a trackpad, Right? You need to be using this a lot because it's amaze balls. So you can now, if you're sitting in, um, in my case, I'm in editorial. I do that long press, and now it turns into a touchpad. I can fly through and select whatever I want, go to wherever I want. You know about this, right? Yes. Okay. But from you. Well, it's it's really cool and it's very useful. And I notice it not being there when I'm on my iPad, which means yay success. I've now used it enough. Uh, that it's kind of getting into my bones a little bit. So the the two things I knew that you could do were that you can do this. I don't know what it's called, the long press, where your keyboard you know changes from being letters to looking like a little trackpad, and you can now navigate around. Try it right now. If you have a six or a seven, try this. Go into Notes or something, type some stuff, and notice how you can navigate around. I'm just here to tell you, buddy, this is so much faster than than tapping around. Now, what else I knew.
0: So I I mean, I just want to make sure that how do do people activate this and start using it?
1: Okay, so uh, step one, get an iPhone 6S or 7. Okay. We'll wait. Okay, come back. Now open something like the Notes app and type a sentence. Uh, You know, uh, 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 I'm a stupid moron with an ugly face and a big butt and my butt smells and I'd like to kiss my own butt. You type. Now you get to the end, my butt, period. Now, with the keyboard still showing, you do a long press. Like a like the full on press on right, the keyboard, right. it'll go and it'll have a satisfying little bloop, <laughs> and it'll turn into a trackpad. Now, with your thumb, run your thumb up, and you'll notice that you are now basically it's like a mouse. You're now moving freely, moving the cursor around inside of there. Now, if we stopped right here, how much would you pay for this? Thirty nine ninety five. There's more. Now this is this is a little bit of a ninja move, and it's going to take you a while to get the feel for this. But now note, so, so, so get out of there. Stop doing that. Now get ready to do it again. You press your keyboard, you navigate to somewhere. And now, how do I describe this to you? I want you to press, when you think about pressing now, get to a word, imagine you're pressing through the phone. Like, not hard enough to break it, but press just a little bit harder, you will now select the word, wherever the cursor is. So, this is the stuff that I knew. That's really, really cool. So now you have a way to go around and select. And I'll tell you, man, stuff like in a... um. In the location bar, I mean, this works everywhere that a keyboard works. It is it is really so great. And I think there are actually lots of really smart people who either don't know this or forgot this or haven't tried it lately. Make yourself use this. This, this relates to my main topic this week. But make yourself use this because, boy, are you ever going to notice a difference. Now, here's what I learned from the ubiquitous and, uh, and high-volume uh, David Polk that I didn't know. Okay, so you move the insertion point to a word, press hard, you highlight that word, disco. At this point, you can expand the selection by doing any of these things. You can drag up or down. That changes the selection. But are you ready for this? Are you ready for like an old MS Word trick? Hard press twice, and it selects the entire sentence. Hard press three times. You know it. It
0: selects the entire paragraph. Hmm.
1: Oh, you know these are just words. But like, like Go that. try
0: this. Are,
1: are you you're on the SE?
0: I no, I got the 7+. plus.
1: Oh, yeah. So go and do this and try this, and uh, yeah, and it's in show notes, uh, so you can go and see uh, from the mouth of uh, the Pogue. Uh, mm. what, was you know, you, what was that?
0: What was that? That's
1: my third favorite song by the Pogues.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, it's no sickbed of Colcannon, but um, I'll put it in notes. But so go and try this. This is uh, This is a really cool thing, and like he says here... Little by little, the iPhone is revealing its secret ambition to be a laptop. Meh. I don't know if that's true. But I will tell you that when I'm on my beloved iPad, I do notice this not being there. <laughs> it's so weird when you're used to having force touch or whatever the hell it's called. You click on an icon and it goes and they start jittering around. and You get the X's like, no, no. Oh, no, iPad. I didn't want that. I want the thing your little brother has. Do that. So, yeah, that's my that's my big power tip for today. Stolen from David Pogue. Nice. Make yourself use it, sir Dan. Yeah. In as much as you're capable or legally obligated, where would people find show notes for episode three eleven, like s- the band
0: three one one? Go to five by 5tv slash b as in boys. Two is in the number w as in Wacom tablet slash three one one. Wacom. Wacom. Wacom all. Wacom all. Waka. Wacom all.
1: naughty now
0: <laughs> Movie still holds up. It still holds up. I'm just saying.
1: Uh, huh, huh. Is that Did I just make another Rain Man reference?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Have you watched it recently? Definitely going to be late for Wapner. Uh, what I a movie. Not. What a movie.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a really good movie. In uh, one of the innumerable, terrible YouTube videos that I watch when I'm sitting there at night thinking I should go to bed, Uh, one of those dingling uh places that does the top 10, and there was the top 10... Like flubs that they left in. In in that
0: movie? Yeah, there's a pretty good one. What is it?
1: When um Raymond and Charlie are in the phone booth and he's trying to call and he goes, Oh boy, fart and he farts. Yeah. He did actually fart. Are you kidding? Dustin Hoffman Hoffman did actually fart and they both managed to stay in character according to the internet. Pretty good. Oh my God. Pretty, pretty good. Also, when uh when uh when the guy from Parks and Rec, when Star Lord drops the thing with the infinity crystal in it. In Guardians of the Galaxy, that yeah. was actually him dropping it. I kept it in, according to the internet, which is never wrong. Okay. David Pogue. I met him one night. Same night I met um, Adam Lissagore for the first time. I was really, really, really drunk at, at a recording, uh, I think for Macworld, at uh, 21st Amendment. Whew. Ooh, that was bad. And I got a photo. We got a selfie of uh, Adam. We got a selfie or a photo of some kind of, of Adam. And uh, and Leo Laporte and me the, the night that I met uh, Lonely Sandwich. Oh, how nice. It still exists. It makes me happy. I'll find it for show notes. He's a handsome guy. It's weird to be in a hotel room and see him on TV. It's very, very strange. See who on TV? Adam? Adam, he's in lots of TV commercials. Yeah,
0: right? I see that too. I don't, you know, it's funny because you don't, you know, you think of him, at least I do, as as like a, uh, like an internet commercial guy. And now he's on the TV commercials.
1: Yeah, what is it was a Car Finder, CarMax. Yeah. Adam Lissagor Leo Part. I am good at Google mm-hmm. Oh, oh! look at that it's me making selfie look at him he's still got his little freckles look how cute he is I'm gonna send this to you in the dingus look at that look at that it's January 9th 2007 boy I miss those glasses
0: he doesn't have those anymore or you don't have no your- me me I don't have oh, anymore yeah
1: that's a cute picture of Leo. That was fun. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't have too much more. But I, I, had, I had an experiment. You know, I'm always doing experiments. Yes. I'm the original body hacker. Oh, totally. hmm I'm a, the human, human guinea pig, they call me. Yeah, that's how you're known. Well, if you're human, then you're not a guinea pig, are you? Uh, so I've been trying a new thing um, that has been interesting. And uh, I'm, as with my failed morning pages project that I'm still doing, uh, I don't always do this flawlessly, but I have a new thing where one day a week I'm trying to do as much as I can with voice on my devices okay. and nothing else
0: and nothing else. Really? Just all hands free like a Stephen Hawking's thing. Hmm. Huh.
1: I have not succeeded at this and obviously I do need to do things like type and use the computer. Uh, I don't have Siri on my office machine because I don't want to install Sierra Uh, And I actually don't have that much use for it. But what I'm trying to do is make myself use voice things every time I get to do a thing where I want to do a thing. And it's not just like Googling something where I want to like do something like change an appointment, set a reminder. That one's easy. Um, I'm more I'm trying to make myself use ideally hands free voice, but it's been a very interesting project. And I just, I, I thought if you're out there and you're like me and you don't have that much to do with your life, it is a very interesting experiment. You could just do it for, make make it a Saturday morning. But uh, I don't know. It's been very interesting. There's lots of stuff that works better and worse or worse than I expected. There's lots of stuff that's easier or harder than I expected to accomplish. But it's also just been an interesting mind bender to, to, to make myself do it. So I just wanted to toss that out. And I can talk more about it if it's interesting. I know it's not that interesting, but I don't. I, my gut is that a lot of people look at stuff like the Amazon Echo mm-hmm. or Siri. They look at these things and they understandably roll their eyes because, oh, the privacy implications and it doesn't work. and ah. But, you know, if you haven't done it lately or you haven't done it a lot, I mean, setting aside, wow, you know, wake up, this is the future. Setting that aside for a minute, uh, it's pretty amazing how much you can do do and i think it's probably a good time to start realizing what what is ready for prime time and what's not with this stuff and that that's kind of been my that's been my uh, my thought experiment with that okay yeah should i keep talking yes there's some stuff that i do constantly i don't even think about it so for example if i've set a reminder uh frequently a reminder that i set almost every day is take out the pasta in eight minutes you know, because I I believe in timers, and yeah. I make my daughter pasta. She likes a pasta. Okay. She likes an angel hair. She likes rotini. Right. She likes an orochiati, the uh-huh. little little bowls. <laughs> and I always check what the front of the box says. I take off two minutes because I'm not an animal, and uh, and then I set a timer. And so that's one that like, you know, like with Apple Watch, I tend to be a crown hitter. The the yo dingus that has not worked super well for me on the watch, but I'll you just hit the hit the crown, hold it, and say, remind me to take out pasta in eight minutes. This, this one thing, I know I come back to this over and over, but I still meet people in my life, my wife, who don't set timers. And yeah. I want, I want the world to become a place where people set timers. Cause it is, it is such a terrific thing. Um, that's one that I use a lot. Another one that I use a lot is not a lot, but often enough is, and this is a little bit Byzantine, but I'm just covering the simple ones first. Um, One that I do a lot with Lady in a Tube is I'll say, hey, Lady in a Tube, add buy milk to my task list or to my to-do list. And I have an if this, then that. So that basically I do that and Lady in the Tube puts that on my Amazon list, which is not that useful to me because I don't want to go to Amazon to find out if I need to buy milk. So what I've done is like a lot of people set up an if this, then that, that um, basically when you – I think when you open reminders – it goes and checks. There's an API, I guess. It goes and basically whatever you say to the lady in the tube can be pulled into the list of your choice using if this, then that. So are you getting this? Yeah. This is kind of cool. So like lady in the tube, I do not use for reminders because it's kind of a blunt instrument. You can't name them and I don't want to just start beeping for no reason. But the way I've got this set up, number one, I say lady in the tube, add buy milk to my my to-do list and it does that. Boom. Okay, that's cool. Now, if this, then that, I'm not sure exactly how or when it works, but I know it works. You identify in if this, then that. When an uh, item is added to this list in Amazon, move it or copy it to this list in Reminders. So when it sees something in my to-do list on Amazon, it duplicates it into a list I've called uh, Tasks. Okay. Every time I open up OmniFocus on my phone, it checks the task list in reminders to see if there's anything new there. And if it is, it pulls it into my inbox. And that's a very, very light little bit of automation. But what does that mean? Bottom line, I can talk to the lady in a tube and have it show up in OmniFocus. Boom. That kind of thing. These are, the, the, these are all, the, the, you know, admittedly, the, these are pretty obvious ones. Setting alarms, setting reminders. I was already doing that a lot. Here's one that I forget you can do that's actually really handy. It's, it's a little bit weird to add things to your calendar using Siri. You have to kind of remember the mojo for it, and it's not. You could basically say, "Hey Dingus, schedule a meeting with Dan for eight a.m. tomorrow." Okay. And there's a pretty good chance it'll get that. That's that's not too bad. Um, I still think Fantastical on uh, iOS does a does a better job of that, but. Uh, but that's that's one quick way to do it. And if you have your Gmail calendar hooked up with your lady in a tube dingus, you can also create events on there. Good to know. Another one I forgot about that I can do is you can reschedule things with Siri. So like frequently my daughter will say like, oh, can you pick me up early today? And so I can say, for example, to the dingus, um, move my four o'clock meeting to three o'clock. That's and handy. it just does it. Yeah. So these, these, are, these, are, these are pretty good things. Um, I guess, and I'm trying to think about the other kinds of things that I do. I mean, a lot of what I do is like Googling and reading, like looking at Wikipedia, all that kind of stuff. But for anything that's not that, just as an experiment, try and make yourself use a voice thing a lot more. Like, like mentally, willfully, mindfully, say to yourself, this is a new thing I'm going to do which is when I realize I have to know, this is the hard part. The hard part is the realizing. This is <laughs> as we've learned. Right. But when you realize it, say to yourself, is there a way I could do this with my voice? And just for fun, try it. Nah, it's not always going to be the most efficient way. But for God's sakes, just try it. And you might be amazed how much stuff. Along the lines of that little dumb tip with using the keyboard. Like, oh my God, now that you know that, if you remember to use that, you're going to become much more effective at that. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting thought experiment. It's something I will can report back on as I do it more but there are some things that are very difficult and annoying. There's there are still things with the watch in particular where you know you need to go complete it on the phone and stuff like that. I've still like, never taken a phone of Do you have an example of that? Or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like let me let go see here. Um uh, what oh God, I don't even know what's a good one. How would I search for? Uh who played Lumpy on Leave It to Beaver? Oh, and it actually did bring up Leave It to Beaver starring. Oh, see, that's the movie. That's not what I wanted. But it did bring it up on the watch. Wow, this has gotten, I wonder if that's a, a new thing. But frequently it'll say like, when, oh, you, say, you might say, um, where's my wife? Yeah, and so then it says, I can help you find your friends on your iPhone. And then you click the button that says continue on iPhone and it throws it to the iPhone. So there are still things like that where you kind of wish it would pop up. I don't know if that's privacy or a technology thing. But, but you won't find out until you start experimenting. So, you know, this is, again, one of those things where, like, I re- think about when I first got, was it Macintosh? What was it called? What was the thing on the Quadra where you could say, you know, computer, do this thing?
0: Oh, remember that? Oh, yeah. Is that I, before your time? No, no. I mean, I was, I've was i been on a Mac since 86, 84. Oh, um, I know you've
1: gone back and forth. But it came, I remember the Quad. I had a Quadra. Yeah, I
0: remember the Quadra very well. And it well.
1: came with that really cool looking, like, little spaceship looking microphone. Yeah, that it was little, that attached to the on side.
0: It. Yeah, yeah, that would stick on yeah. the side. I remember that. I don't you remember ever your, using
1: it. Yeah, but I would sit there. It was so funny back then because you, the idea was, I mean, this really feels like, a, like a, a beta moonshot, but like, you know, you were supposed to be able to like, you know, control your computer, say open folder, like go to finder and all these kinds of things. And you would hail it by, I, memory serves, you would hail it by saying computer. And uh, it didn't work very well, but I really wanted it to work. But I guess all I'm saying is, like, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying try this stuff out because um, it is really coming along, and you may not, you won't realize whether and how this can be useful for you until, guess what? Until you start using it. Mm-hmm. And once you start using it, yeah, you know what? You're going to get frustrated. It's not perfect, but you know, I mean, what? You know, what are you seventy? Like, just try it. And I'm just here to tell you, you might be amazed. Now, do you, you don't use Siri? You use dictation
0: a lot. Is that right? I use dictation. All the time, all Dictation the time.
1: Dictation has gotten
0: so so good. Yeah.
1: So I mean, I, I will just I will speak a paragraph. Like especially, you know you know me right. I'm always getting the notifications when I'm like walking home with my kid, mm-hmm. and I will frequently just pull out the phone and speak my response into the messages app. And I, I, I honestly it is it's near ninety percent if it's not too loud outside. And if it's if it's less than 90%, guess what? It's still faster to fix a typo than it is, or a mishearing than it is to actually type all that out. It's bananas. So that's my project. My project and my challenge, my like challenge that. to you all is to try this out. If you have voice things, uh, start using them more and start using them different. Try things, try new things, try just saying things. And if you don't know where to start or you don't care, at least start with Siri. So you go into Siri and you do the long press to bring up Siri, And then don't say anything and they'll say, hey, are you talking? Do you want me? Now look in the lower left-hand corner and you're going to see a little uh, question mark in a circle. Click on that and it will tell you all kinds of stuff. I defy you to go there and tell me that you knew all the things that it could do Mm -hmm. because I'll bet you haven't looked at it that carefully in the last six months. And especially if you're one of these dinglings who likes sports, there's so much sports stuff you can do with this. I wish I liked sports. I'd use my computer more. But go in and have a look, see, and just go see what kinds of things that you can do. You can add things to notes. You can, you know, basically append to notes. Um, it really is bananas. So that's my, uh, that's what I'm doing. And I, and I challenge people out there to try the same thing. And don't just give up when you get frustrated the third time. Stick with it. Make the point of doing this is you have to make yourself do it. If you don't find it useful, that's okay. Uh, you will use this eventually because this is where this stuff is going. Get a flavor for where it's going. Get a feeling for what it works well with and not. And uh, that's my challenge to the audience.
0: I love it. Gauntlet thrown. Gauntlet thrown. You dropped it. It's dropped. Did they say thrown a gauntlet or drop drop a gauntlet?
1: I drop a gauntlet. I'll pick right. up a handkerchief. <laughs> Doing all voice. I think that's all I have. We got your towel bar. We got David Pogue. No. Yep. We've got my confusion over the phrase, the exception that proves the rule. Let's save that for another episode. I still need to understand what that means. Okay. People try and explain it, but I still don't understand what that
0: phrase means. Okay. Yeah. That's really all I've got. Well, it's a lot. I mean, it was a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, it's dense. It was a dense episode. Very. Did you have anything else to share with our audience?
0: No, not yet. I have something that that I've been doing that I'm not ready to really talk about yet.
1: You can go to fireside.fm. You can go to podcast or ca- er, hackintoshmethod.com mm-hmm. you can go to show notes Dan just one more time for old time's sake
0: 5x5.tv five five <laughs> slash b2w slash 311 311 3 doors down
1: yeah and there's, oh and the picture of uh, uh, Adam and Leo and me is in there oh cool yeah well I sent it to you on Skype too
0: oh I didn't four, see it
1: 478 breathing you know we helped a lot of people this week There's a, There's. you know what there's a lot of actionable items in this week's episode. There's a challenge that's been thrown down. We told you how to breathe. I got a note in here from a listener uh, on, on how to sharpen a carpenter's pencil. It's all, it's all in here. That is a good picture. Yeah. It's a handsome picture. Oh, yeah. We're so much younger than I'm older than that now. I know. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's button this up.
0: All right. Okay. I love you. I love you too, Marlon, man.